Aluminum linoleum. Hey, hey. Aluminum linoleum. Hey, hey. I said aluminum linoleum. Hey, hey. I said aluminum linoleum. This is the warm up. I saw a beatboxer. It was the world champion beatboxer, I believe is the correct title for this beatbox person. I believe their name was Shogo. Let's see if I can find it on my phone. Where's my phone? Oh yeah, welcome to the Petri Dish. Hello out there and welcome to The Petri Dish, a podcast dedicated to dissecting topics in one delectable dish. I'm your host, Petri, and thank you so much for joining me here for another installment of The Petri Dish. I'm titling this one, brought to you by the letter S. Ding! That's right, we'll talk about some spectacular shows I got to stream this September month. Marvel's Shang-Chi is out in movie theaters, and the one and only Star Wars Visions has blessed my eyeballs. They're all coming up next, right after this spectacular Spotify sponsorship. Stay tuned. <laughs> I told y'all, letter S. Ding! You're welcome. Let's talk about Anchor, the free app brought to you by Spotify that brings you amazing podcasts like The Petri Dish and many more. Anchor has all the tools you need to record and create your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you to all major podcasting platforms like Spotify and Apple Music. And best of all, you can make money from your podcast with no minimal listenership. Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app today or go to Anchor FM to get started. Welcome back to The Petri Dish, brought to you by the letter S. Ding! <laughs> In the spirit of the letter S, I am flying solo this episode. And compared to some of our latest episodes, this one will be a little shorter and sweeter. Brought to you by the letter S. You're welcome. <laughs> It's September at the time of this here recording, and it's been a busy September for me here in September of 2021, but it's been a lovely September nonetheless. In personal news, my sibling, ding, my baby brother, got married this past weekend at the time of this recording, so congratulations to the newlywed couple, yay, it was a lovely wedding. I was in it. I'm emotionally drained. Emotionally and physically drained. Me and all my other siblings who were in the wedding. A lot of work for our baby brother to get himself married. He is at Disney World right now building himself a Star Wars lightsaber. Ding! <laughs> and um, congrats to him and his new wife. When I was not in wedding mode, I got the chance to sit down and watch a few shows this September month that serendipitously, ding, <laughs> just so happened to start with the letter S, hence I went ahead and decided this episode was going to be about the letter S, and those shows were Samurai Jack, Steven Universe, and Sailor Moon. Starting off with Samurai Jack, let me tell you, Samurai Jack has been on my short list 
for many, many years, way before the Petri dish was ever a thing. I have been wanting to watch Samurai Jack. It's on HBO Max right now, and I got to sit down and watch it. And let me tell you, it quickly became one of my favorite cartoons of all time. Of course, when I did a little research on it, it's won many awards. Gindy Tartakovsky, I have said that name so many times. I guarantee you I will do a Gindy Tartakovsky episode completely dedicated to him and his team and his work. Shout out to Samurai Jack. So simple in its art design, its 2D kind of style, but such a beautiful story and a beautiful way of telling several stories through one character, if that makes sense. Many episodes are just episodes to kind of make you think, you know what I mean, through Samurai Jack's perspective as he's traveling through space and time to get back. Gotta get back. Back to the past. That's Samurai Jack, you know what I mean? <laughs> Shout out to Samurai Jack. We will talk about Samurai Jack in the Gindy Tartakovsky episode that is going to come much later, perhaps in a season two. We'll talk about that later. Anyway, up next on the streaming binge I had this September was Steven Universe. And let me tell you, I fell in love with Steven Universe so quickly. I was not expecting it. I was expecting it to kind of be like, ha ha, burp, burp, and any kind of, um, kind of banter and just shenanigans. But it quickly turned my skepticism around and quickly became a favorite. Love the idea of fusions with these crystal gems. The story was well told, um, well paced. I love Steven Universe. I'll probably do a full episode dedicated to it at some point, but right now we're just going to shout it out. Shout out Steven Universe. It got its little check mark off of my short list, and I loved it. When I told my roommate that I was watching Steven Universe, he is a theater teacher, and the first thing he said was, Patty Lapone is in it. And boy is she ever. She has some musical numbers. She's a villain. So if that doesn't sell you on Steven Universe, I don't know what will. Shout out to all those thespians out there that will now go watch Steven Universe. You're welcome. And lastly, on the kind of streaming binge I had this month was Sailor Moon Crystal. Okay, so if you got to listen to our previous episode on Cowboy Bebop, when I sat down with my good friend Chris Mason, we brought up Sailor Moon and how we kind of grew up with it in the mid to late 90s and Toonami and things. I never really got to sit down and watch all of Sailor Moon and understand the full plot when I was a kid. I, and I never really got to sit down and watch too much of it, because let's be honest, if my parents saw me watching this show with all girls dressed up as like these space angels, yeah, they they probably wouldn't have let me watch it. But anyway, I got to sit down and watch Sailor Moon Crystal, which is this kind of reboot, readaptation of the original and kind of condenses the story down to exactly the length that I needed to finally understand the whole scope of Sailor Moon. So good. I finally figured out who Chibi Usa Chibi Moon was. You know, when I was younger, I saw the character, but I was like, what planet is that character? I'm not sure. I got to meet Sailor Pluto and Sailor Saturn in this series. I didn't even know Sailor Saturn and Pluto existed back in the day when I kind of knew of Sailor Moon. So I thoroughly enjoyed Sailor Moon Crystal. 
In movie news, the Marvel Studio movie Shang-Chi just came out to movie theaters. It is breaking records. Simu Liu is now a household name, as he so rightfully deserves. Now, I'm not going to lie, dear listeners, at the time of this recording, I haven't seen it yet. I'm sorry, I haven't had a chance to get to the movie theaters yet. I will soon, in the next week or so. In preparation for me seeing the movie Shang-Chi, I have my handy-dandy Marvel Encyclopedia 2020 edition, and I figured I would read some of the info on Shang-Chi. So Shang-Chi was born in China, the son of the criminal mastermind Zheng Zhu. Trained in the mental and martial arts as Zheng Zhu's retreat, Shang-Chi was a brilliant pupil but grew up unaware of his father's crimes. When Shang-Chi was 19, his father sent him away on a mission of assassination. The boy assumed that his father's enemies must be evil, and so went willingly. But he soon learned the truth. Feeling betrayed, Shang-Chi vowed to destroy his father. He also learned that his father had created a conscienceless clone of him called Moving Shadow. Defeating them both, Shang-Chi retired, but during the Civil War, he returned to action as a member of Heroes for Hire, and later he worked and joined the Avengers. So that's pretty cool, kind of gives us an idea from the comics of what Shang-Chi's kind of story is, and the encyclopedia says his powers are this. Shang-Chi is the greatest living master of Kung Fu. He is also highly skilled in many other mental and physical disciplines. Although he has no superhuman powers, Shang-Chi has defeated super-powered enemies. So that's interesting. That's something I wasn't aware of. I haven't had a chance to read any Shang-Chi comics. I might want to at this point before I see the movie. But that's interesting that he is not necessarily compared to Batman, but in the way that Batman has no actual superhero powers, neither does Shang-Chi, but he is the world's greatest master of kung fu. That is very interesting. Shout out to the movie. Shout out to Simu Liu and the rest of the cast. I, I've heard from many uh, valid sources that it is a good movie and I do plan to go see it. So shout out to Shang-Chi. Woo-woo. In our next segment, we will discuss and dissect some of my personal favorite episodes from the brand new Star Wars series, Star Wars Visions. Coming up next, right after this short, spectacular snippet, ding, (laughs) of my friend Sai's podcast, So You Want to Be a Better Ally. All brought to you by the letter S, so stay tuned. (laughs) Dear me, I've been trying to find you. There is no leaf. There is no one quick fix. No one cure To make small yet powerful changes. Sorry. Sweetie, we're all learning. And all the time. Okay. What we can do is apply that concept of reinforcement um, and trying to increase our quote-unquote good or adaptive or functional helpful behaviors. When you see it of earth you want, take it, child, and make it come alive. Time makes it harder, but it also makes it worth it. Welcome back to The Petri Dish, brought to you by the letter S. 
ding. For this segment, I wanted to take a little time to shout out the brand new series, Star Wars Visions on Disney+. Plus. The entire first season is out right now. It's an anthology series, meaning that every episode is its own story. And in this series, every episode is done by a different animation studio, which I thought was very cool from the jump that each story was told by a completely different artist, has its own vibe, its own feel, its own style. I was very excited from the get-go when it was advertised. And let me tell you, once I sat down and watched it all, so good. So good, so good, so good. None of these episodes in this series, sadly, are considered canon for Star Wars. You know, all the the main movies and everything. None of these stories relate to the main canon of stories for Star Wars. But the stories told in these individual episodes, so, so, so good. I wanted to shout out a few of my favorites. We won't give too much away because... They are definitely worth going watch without me spoiling them. But I wanted to shout out I wanted to shout out my top three and a few honorable mentions. How's that sound? Okay, okay, so here we go. So the first episode of Star Wars Visions that I wanted to shout out is the first episode of the series titled The Duel by the animation studio Kamikaze Doga. I believe that's how it's pronounced. Such a good opening. Uh, episode for the series it is a very asian cultured based episode with a sprinkling of star wars if that makes sense it is based around a samurai in this town who ends up having a lightsaber and it's in black and white the animation style is really cool a lot of the shadows and like little sketch marks that you see in the drawings and the illustration of the and the animation of the show is moving there's a lot of there's a lot of static moments with frantic little movement in the illustration in the animation style of it it's really interesting also uh, i did mention black and white there is the only color you see are the electrical lights throughout like the town or the electric light of the lightsaber. Those are the only things that are in color. Everything else is in black and white. It's a really cool opening episode for the series. So make sure you go check it out. My next favorite episode is Lope and Ocho by the animation studio Gino Studio. This one really had an impact on me. I really thoroughly enjoyed this one. This is a story about two sisters, how their story plays out. I will let you see for yourself. But the artistic style, I think this one was the one I artistically enjoyed the most as an illustration. It had a lot of vivid detail, a lot of detailed line work, a lot of Asian persuasion, if you will. A lot of Asian culture is heavily uh, set in this one. It also plays a bit into how politics can divide a family and how two sides of a situation can feel like they are going about solving the situation in the right way, if that makes sense. Also, the fight scenes in this one, just like I've already said, the the visual style and and how much work was put into this one, uh, animation-wise, I thoroughly enjoyed and appreciated. 
And just the story itself was one of my favorites out of the nine. So shout out to Lopinocho. Oh, yeah. Before I reveal my favorite episode of Star Wars Visions, I wanted to shout out a few honorable mentions. The first one is The Village Bride, Episode 4. It is about a Jedi on the run, and it takes place in this remote village, and it has a lot to do with how the Force and nature coexist, and how the Jedi and people coexist with nature, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Well drawn. It is done by the studio Kinema Citrus, so shout out to them and the Village Bride. And my other honorable mention is the one and only T.O.B. One by the studio Science Saru. This one, if you have young kids that love Star Wars or love cartoons, lightsabers, this is the one that you need to sit down and watch with the kiddos. T.O.B. One, so, so good. It's about a cybernetic boy who dreams of being a Jedi and discovers a dangerous truth about his creator. So, very, very good. Shout out to T.O.B. One. And my favorite episode of Star Wars Visions Season 1 has to go to, drumroll please, the ninth Jedi. So, so good. Done by Production IG. This one is about the daughter of a lightsaber smith who is pursued by dark forces while on a dangerous mission. It's got a lot of storytelling through lightsabers themselves and how lightsabers could potentially change the depth of how much story how much well done animation how much music production and background illustration like this studio jam-packed a lot of brilliant work from the writing to the storytelling like i said to the illustration and the music everything in this episode is so well done and they get so much into a 22 minute episode that is basically one story you know one episode one story that's it that's all you get you get 22 minutes to tell this lovely story and they really do that i also want to say many of these studios were very brilliant in how they ended their respective episodes because in many of these episodes they leave it kind of open-ended so that if there were to happen to be a season two of star wars visions we can pick back up with these same characters that we have already been introduced to so that's also very interesting Dear listeners of The Dish, I cannot shout out this show enough. If you love anime, go watch it. If you love Star Wars, go watch it. If you just love cartoons in general and good stories, go watch this show. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It has touched me at my heart, at my core. I'm not going to tear up because that is disgusting. On a podcast, I'm talking to myself and I'm tearing up about a show. That's how much I like these shows. That's how much I enjoy these shows and that's why i wanted to potentially make one of my own one day anywho shout out to star wars visions we're getting vulnerable on this episode dear listeners we're getting vulnerable anyway star wars visions whoop whoop let's go to the next segment up next here on the petri dish we will be discussing what's to come for the petri dish and we will be wrapping this episode up so right after this short commercial break we will get into that so stay tuned Have you ever wondered what it's like being gay in the heart of the Bible Belt? 
Have you ever felt like you're the only LGBT person in your whole family? Or have you been looking for something different? If so, check out Out in the Woods, a weekly podcast where your friendly Southern neighborhood host, Jacob, that's me, talks about everything from coming out to finding your tribe, dating, and sometimes even Star Wars. Subscribe today so you don't miss what's coming out of the closet tomorrow. Welcome back to the Petri Dish, brought to you by the letter S. I'm your host, Petrie. Well, dear listeners, we have reached the end of this here episode, but there are a few more things I would like to discuss that have been brought to you by the letter S. The first one is really great news. I'm getting a new studio space. Yay! Well, the space itself is not really new. It's actually my old bedroom at my parents' house. Right now, we are recording this in my bedroom at my current house at my desk with just my computer, my mic, and my chair, and my bed is less than a foot away from me. But now that my baby brother has gotten himself married and is moving himself out of my parents' house, the entire upper story of my family's house, granted, okay, so there are six of us, six kids, so we have a fairly big house. The upper story is now completely vacant, and I am going to turn my old bedroom into a studio that's right a place to potentially start shooting video perhaps to go along with the podcast we could potentially be starting a sister podcast once i have everything set up there could be some chibi petries showing up okay there might be some new petries introduced to the petri dish franchise Who knows? That is all things to come after I set up this new studio, which I will be doing in the month of October and perhaps November. I also have to buy a new car very soon, and that is a lot of process and paperwork, so I will be doing that in October as well. My neighbor has now started cutting his grass, so that is my cue to start wrapping this up. The last thing I wanted to bring up in regards to this episode being brought to us by the letter S is this episode is officially going to be the season one finale of the Petri Dish. But hey, don't be sad. We're not really going anywhere. Like I said, in October, I'm going to be moving a lot of my equipment over to a new space and the holidays are coming up. And I need to buy a new car. And frankly, I'm not going to lie. That wedding I was just in. Okay, we all know that many of us have gotten some pandemic pounds. And the pictures from that wedding prove that to be the case. So I'm going to officially take a month, maybe two, to reset, right? Reboot. Get myself mentally and physically back in a good place. And then we will start up. Season two of the Petri Dish, probably in December. I'm not going to lie. We'll, we'll, we'll see if I can get one out in November. But safe bet is December for a holiday special. I'm going to tell you right now, we're going to dissect and discuss the one and only Jim Carrey's The Grinch. Because it is my 
my favorite Christmas movie of all time. So I can tell you right now, if there's going to be a Christmas holiday episode of The Petri Dish, that's what we're going to be talking about. So that's what I'm going to be doing over the next month or two. I want to say thank you so much, dear listeners, to anyone and everyone who has taken the time to listen to this first season of The Petri Dish. Looking back from this past spring equinox all the way to this fall equinox, we have done a lot together, dear listeners, in March, I finally decided, okay, I'm going to sit down and make this podcast happen. We launched the first episode in late March. In April, we did an April of animation where we got to talk about the past 50 years of TV cartoons and talked about some of our favorite cartoons over those past 50 years. In May, we had our Star Wars special with my good friend Jacob Thomas. We even did a bonus episode where we talked about some of our favorite Star Wars books and things and our favorite video games. At the end of May, we also had a marvelous May where I sat down and finally watched all 20,000 Marvel Studios movies that were out at the time and kind of did a little outline of each of them and gave them a ranking. And then we also had a bonus episode in May for the show WandaVision. And let me just say I am very proud of that episode because I did a lot of extra producing and editing for that episode only for Apple Podcasts and Disney to say, you know what, you did too much copyright infringement. So... The WandaVision episode is a Spotify exclusive, (laughs) so if you haven't had a chance to listen to that episode, go check it out on Spotify. Follow us on Spotify. It's free, okay? And in June, we did a Pride episode with my good friends Jacob and Cy, and we also did a mini-series of episodes called The Dish of the Week. We did a weekly series. In one of those episodes, we got to talk about Juneteenth as well. So that was June. July, we did our Mark Hamill episode with my good friend Michael Kinslow. That was a joy. That one was very fun. And then last month, we did an August of anime with my good friend Chris Mason. And here we are in September with brought to you by the letter S. And that has been the entire season of season one. Shout out to all of my co-hosts, Jacob Thomas, Cy Sion, Michael Kinslow, my friend Jose Griffith, who came and talked about All-Star Six of Drag Race, and Chris Mason from last episode. Thank you, boys, so, so much. I love you all so much. And you are, of course, more than welcome to pop back in here on the Petri Dish whenever you want. So thank you Once again, to my co-host from this season, and thank you, dear listeners, for listening as well. I have enjoyed this so, so much. I have enjoyed all of the feedback I have gotten from doing this here podcast. And like I said, we're not going anywhere, dear listeners, as far as finishing this show forever. This isn't a series finale. It's just a season finale, right? We went from the spring to the summer, and now for the fall, I'm going to recollect reassess, readjust, drop these pandemic pounds. Let me tell you, as I have said before, that we are slowly but surely coming up on your boy Petrie turning 30 in January. So project lose the gut and get a butt is in full swing, okay? So I'm going to be working on revamping this here podcast 
hopefully getting, I want to really sit down and start working on some more underscoring and the sound design of the show is where I really want to kick things up a notch. So I'll be doing that in October and November. Until then, hey, listen, follow the Petri Dish on Instagram. It is the number one place to get the Petri Dish news. If you follow my story and uh, my main news feed, you will find out when new episodes of the dish come out. And you will also get nerd news in my Petri Dish Instagram stories. So if you want to be up to date on things that I'm watching, my Instagram story is a good place to start. If you have enjoyed this first season of The Petri Dish, please consider leaving The Petri Dish a good rating wherever you are listening to the podcast and make sure you subscribe wherever you are listening as well. Once again, thank you so, so much, dear listeners, for joining me here for season one of The Petri Dish. We did it, Joe. We did it. If you have any questions or comments you'd like to send my way, or if you have any topics you would like us to discuss in season two, please send me an email at thepetridishpodcast at gmail.com. Well, dear listeners, I think that wraps things up here for season one of The Petri Dish. Seriously, from the bottom of my heart, I'm going to tear up again. Thank you so much for joining me here. It has been a pleasure. Thank you so much. I will see you in December for some holiday goodies and the beginning of a brand new season of The Petri Dish. Until then, goodbye.